Welcome to the Marketers in Motion podcast, powered by the West Michigan chapter of the American Marketing Association. Marketing is our passion, and as a chapter, we hope to inspire dialogue, fuel creativity, and create a community for marketers everywhere. We're online at amawestmichigan.org and active on social media, where you can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The national hub for the American Marketing Association is ama.org, where you can also find a chapter near you. The Marketers in Motion podcast is on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and at amawestmichigan.org, where we encourage you not only to subscribe to our podcast, but review, ask questions, get involved, and engage with us. Let the inspiration and dialogue begin. Our topic today, the new Marketers in Motion podcast. Hello, I'm your host, Josh Genoviak, joined by Megan Pear. Megan, how are you? I'm well, how are you? I am doing great. Tell us about your role here at the AMA and what you do for a day job, hobbies, all that good stuff. (laughs) Well, first of all, thank you for having us. And I am the current president of the AMA West Michigan chapter um, and very excited to be uh, leading the chapter this year. We've had a phenomenal group of board members and just some awesome members and a great community that supports us. So it's really exciting to, to be a part of that. In my day job, um, I'm a national senior marketer for BDO USA, which is a global public accounting firm. Um, and I get to lead some marketing efforts for our corporate finance practice, which is a lot of fun and being able to do that on a national scale as well. And I have a lot of hobbies, um, but mostly revolve around marketing because I love it. And it's <laughs> definitely part of my soul and who I am. Uh, so I'm always happy to chat about marketing. You're always selling something, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm always creating an experience, Josh. Okay, selling. okay. That's right. So yeah, we got to be careful as marketers not to use that that S word. Uh, also joining us today, Rebecca Dutcher. Rebecca, tell us a little bit about yourself, your role the AMA, and what you do. Hello, I am the AMA West Michigan president-elect, so I will take over the president's seat next season. Um, Not my first rodeo in the AMA. I've actually been involved since about 2011. Having roles is including just helping with programming, then into VP of programming, president-elect, president a few years ago, moved away a few years ago from West Michigan and moved back and jumped right back in because I love it so much. By day, I'm president and founder of Red 66 Marketing, my own marketing firm. Um, I spend a lot of time at kickboxing gyms uh, to, you know, work out my frustrations. <laughs> but really, that's where, you know, the fresh perspective and brainstorming for all my marketing magic happens. You got to have an outlet, right? Right. Make it constructive, channel it into something <laughs> good. That's awesome. And I should, we should note that, uh, so what, the end of the... The presidential takeover, passing of the baton, that's at the end of the summer. End of summer or spring? Yeah, so it happens um, June 30 is the the end of the, the fiscal year, if you will. And July 1st, Rebecca will take over as president. And we're so excited to have her back. And I was so grateful when I gave her a call and said, I hear you're, you're coming back to West Michigan. You want to jump right in? And she didn't even hesitate and said, absolutely. So we're excited to have her. Count me in. We're kind of on the <laughs> school year calendar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's no uh, lame duck session here. You're not going to try to limit her power. Before oh, absolutely not. No. And I think that's, a, that's an awesome thing about <laughs> the way the AMA runs is we're so collaborative. Um, and Rebecca and I work fantastically together and Yes. Yeah. An immediate past president is a role, so she's not going anywhere either. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'll still be around for another year. Don't worry. Yeah. And that's up. Also joining us, uh, Marcy Palmer. Marcy, your role here at the AMA and what you do. I am the VP of memberships. My first year I've been on the committees here with the AMA and been around AMA West Michigan for a long time. But in the last two years, more involved, decided to kind of take a more active role um, in the board. So been a VP of membership. Um, this past season, and I, by day, have my own company. I'm a consultant, a marketing consultant for small to medium-sized businesses who need to have a marketing strategist on their staff and someone to help them execute. Uh, for hobbies, I used to have market. Marketing was my hobby. My work was my hobby, um, but I decided to try and branch out a little bit, and so I, um, I took up golf, and so I enjoy to play golf, and I've actually started a women's golf association here in West Michigan as a way to just kind of get other women together to, to play the sport together. So, Excellent. And you can mix your pleasure and your business because you close a lot of business out on that golf course, yes. right? Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I should tell a little bit about myself since I will be hosting this podcast, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I have a, a background in radio and as radio has kind of transitioned over the past few years, 
took on a more active role in marketing communications, and I did promotions for many years, so it was kind of a natural transition for me. Uh, currently, I work at Sandy Pines, which is a large recreational community. We say campground, but this is like a mega campground. We're talking 2,200 sites. Primarily, people own their sites, but we also have camping, and it's just it's a fun place to be. So from my perspective, as you're hearing me on a lot of these upcoming podcasts, I would say I'm, I'm kind of a medium level marketer. I kind of do a, a little bit in a lot of different areas. So I'll be having co-hosts from the AMA and from the board joining me to get that deeper perspective because we've got some people sitting at the table here that have really great in-depth. And I'm going to just like I do at those luncheons, like a sponge, absorb all this stuff so that I can get up to that level someday. But for me, let's see, what do I enjoy? Uh, hobbies, anything outdoors, running, biking, skiing, uh, I do triathlons, and I'm a foodie. And if I didn't do all that stuff, then yeah, I wouldn't be in the, the <laughs> shape that I'm in because I cannot pass up a great donut and a good beer. I don't blame you. So uh, yeah, that's, I guess, a little bit about me. Let's talk a little bit about, before we talk about the podcast and what this new podcast is going to bring and provide to those, quick history about the AMA, should people not know anything about the organization? Yeah. Good question. So AMA is a national organization that has local chapters across uh, the country. Um, and essentially, AMA is one of the largest marketing organizations out there. You know, there's over a million marketers uh, worldwide. And uh, this is essentially uh, an organization and a place where those marketers can go to network to get additional education grow their careers, all different kinds of things. And it's been such a great organization for me personally. And I know for a lot of our members and our board members, um, just to build those connections uh, with other marketers, uh, we work in a very fast paced industry. Marketing is always changing and shifting. And so to have an organization like this that helps us keep up to date challenges and things that are happening and best practices, and to have that support and community of other marketers is just phenomenal. Yeah, I actually got involved in the AMA through the, the local PRSA. When I moved down to town, somebody was on the PRSA and introduced me to that organization. They said, you should also check out with your skill set, the American Marketing Association, which I did. And then also found out that you guys work collaboratively so that if you are a member of one, you can attend the other. Yes. I've met a lot of great contacts, a lot of great friends through the AMA, and I, I am very excited to do that in this upcoming year. Before we talk a little more about the AMA, benefits of membership, why should you join, I want to talk a little bit about this podcast. So this was a brainchild that came up how long ago? Yeah, so we every new season, we have a strategy session. So I believe our, our session was back in May um, of uh, last year when we were starting to plan for this year. And uh, we always set some really big goals for ourselves. Um, we're marketers. We, we have to do that. Um, and this was our epic goal. We called this our epic goal for the year, something that we wanted to put on the docket to produce um, not only for our members, but just for marketers across uh, the country. And uh, we knew it was going to take a lot going in. Um, it was going to be a big commitment. But all of us were really aligned uh, in producing this podcast and wanting to just have another avenue and voice uh, for marketers out there. And uh, we, I will give you a shout out, Josh, because we could not have done this without you. Thank you. Um, you know, having somebody who had this experience with podcasts um, and just kind of bringing all that knowledge was essential. Um, but this was kind of our dream. It was our dream and our baby, if you will, for our chapter. And so we are so excited to see this launching. And what a great, it's just such a great tool. And again, coming back from the traditional radio world where you have your broadcast tower and you have a certain reach, you know, this is out on the web. So nationally, internationally, and I think the content that we're going to bring, although we are coming from West Michigan, we're going to we're going to be talking to a lot of local organizations. We're going to be talking about marketing concepts that apply nationally, worldwide. Yeah. And we'll talk a lot about our programming, but our programming, typically what will happen is we'll do the lunches and then we'll get those presenters to come in and talk to us on a, on a deeper level, dissect that stuff and uh, share a lot of what we took from those presentations. And we'll put slides in the show notes. And yeah, I'm excited. I, I love podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've been listening to a lot of marketing podcasts. So it's, um, it's awesome to have a great team like our local AMA to get out there and share it with the yeah, world. Yeah, it definitely is exciting. I, I'm with you. I'm a podcast junkie. Um, love them, listen to them all the time. And 
we just have a group, our, our board, uh, our board members and our members in general are just super passionate about marketing. And I think having them on to share their voices and our guest speakers um, is just going to be some really great content. And it's a great way to highlight West Michigan. We live in a pretty cool community. So I think, you know, even though we are going to be uh, more on a national scope with the, the podcast, you're going to be hearing from West Michigan uh, marketers as well, and just kind of seeing the great talent that we have here in our community. Yeah, and I'd like to say too, just there are a lot of things in um, value in outside of this area for our marketers to see, hey, there's similar challenges and similar, um, you mm -hmm. know, takeaways from content that we're bringing here that they may be experiencing in their city, or maybe there's differences and they can, they can find some new solutions that they may not be hearing about in their area. So I think it's really exciting to see it crossing over and being a little more global than, than West Michigan. It'll be mm -hmm. beneficial to lots of others that way. Definitely a very big, small town being so close to Detroit, Chicago, and we have the headquarters of so many, you know, global companies that are right here in West Michigan. There's a lot of talent and resources that we can share through the podcast that people wouldn't necessarily see at our luncheons um, and people that they work with to bring in speakers from across the country as well. So it's exciting to, to bring that to everyone. Yeah. And I think part of it too, is we're just hoping people engage with us. You know, we want to connect with marketers across the nation and the globe. And, uh, you know, hopefully after they listen to the podcast, they'll reach out and uh, we can, you know, network with them and connect with them as well. Um, that's what we do. So we're hoping that happens. Yes. Subscribe and yes. review. Give us feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. Give us topics that we want to talk about. We do this on the local level with the AMA, but now with the national and worldwide reach, we can get feedback from everybody and we can bring you more exciting, enticing content. Now, I do have to ask, uh, being with the, the local AMA here now for a couple of years, me personally, when you do presentations locally and when we do in the podcast, are we going to be talking on what sort of level marketing wise? Are we going to be doing beginner, intermediate, advanced? Are we going to do kind of a mix of everything? What do you envision? Yeah, I think it's going to depend on the topic, um, you know, and it's going to depend on the speaker and where they kind of go in their presentation. Um, I think our goal with the podcast is to take, if we have uh, a speaker come on who has done a lunch for us, is to take it one step further and to go d uh, dive a little bit deeper into that content and have some more actionable takeaways, if you will. Um, but again, we're hoping to cover all the way from those that are just entering marketing to those that are senior level marketers. And hopefully there's something uh, for everybody kind of in between. And I think that's one of the things that I've learned as well at the presentations. There are on a basic level, you know, you learn some of the basics. There are some real advanced techniques there and some of the stuff I'll, I'll admit, you know, I hear some of the, the terms and I have to go look them up after to hear, you know, I, I kind of heard of that. I think I know what that is, but I'm not really sure. But again, by attending and listening to these, I'm, I'm learning this stuff. So I'm very excited for this. Before we get back into the benefits of membership and talking a little bit about the AMA, let's talk about the first couple of podcasts that we have coming up. I know uh, one, Derek DeVries did The Death of Followers and Engagement, Social Media's Next Era. That was a sold out event. And we got some really great information from Derek on that one. I think the key takeaway was if I'm remembering correctly, what, 2% is what the organic reach of Facebook is now, mm -hmm. the algorithm, if you're not spending and doing boost posts. Pay to play. Pay to play. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're lucky, 2%. But even talking about the organic engagement, but also just the reach and increasing your follower count, like, is it worth it when they don't even see it? One of the biggest eye-opening things for me was that Google and Facebook are the two biggest ad networks now. And it's not just what you see on Google search or on Facebook itself, but all the other ad networks that they have. So you can really expand your reach through really targeted ads and how much you can do to create audiences. The other thing that's interesting in that upcoming podcast, I know a lot of people want to know the best way to reach B2B. And there was a lot of talk about LinkedIn. But going back to what Rebecca was saying was that really Facebook and Google do have the, the duopoly and it. Everything almost comes back to Facebook because the one point that, that Derek made out was the employees, even though they're at work and they're doing LinkedIn for, he said basically it's a headhunting site. So if you're networking, if you're looking for other people, then you know that's, that's where you wanna go. But then where are employees? Where are they going on their lunch breaks? Where, where are they spending their time when they're, they're not working? And again, everything kind of goes back to Facebook. 
it was interesting in the whole duopoly conversation about how these smaller platforms like Snapchat, you know, haven't been able to grow and monetize like Facebook and Facebook takes over more and more. The other thing I think that was very interesting from that conversation was the biometrics and people get freaked out these days of how they're being tracked. And when you go and you view something online, how it follows you around, but the custom content, you know, you are being tracked by everything you do on social media with your phone. Of course, there's privacy settings, but the more you allow, the more content is going to be tailored towards you, which honestly, as a marketer, I kind of love it. I love it when I see tailored content coming to me. I don't need a bunch of ads for, you know, drugs that I don't need. I'd much rather hear about my food or beer that I love. And if they can serve that up to me and make a conversion, then, you know, I'll support that. Same here. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think uh, as a marketer, I mean, I personally like it as well because it's serving up content that I care about and is relevant to me. But I think, you know, as our jobs as marketers, too, is, you know, we use this ethically. Uh, the behavioral data, the biometrics, all of that to provide you with an experience that's tailored to you. Um, and that's really what it is there for, is to create that experience that is going to be the most relevant to you. I think another one of the great takeaways um, from that podcast that you're going to hear was uh, there was a question asked, the top three attributes of the perfect Facebook ad now given all of the new algorithms. And it was using a blend of varied copy very copied in, in images. I think he talked about doing A-B testing and possibly 10 different versions. Another key takeaway was, um, you know, trying different things because you always have an idea of what you think your personas are and what it takes to reach them. But sometimes you'll find interesting data that, that points otherwise. Also using the pixels and scripts so that you can evaluate that effectiveness and then adjusting, you know, based off of getting that data and then listening to it, you know, what is it telling you before you go on to your next, your next thing. So um, that's a very interesting podcast. I think you'll like that one. That's the death of followers and engagement, uh, social media's next era. Another one that we have coming up here very soon is Box Water. They're a local company out of Grand Rapids. There's no such thing as cause marketing. That's also a great podcast. Just talking about, especially if anybody is green and likes to recycle about how much plastic and how much of a, a problem that is becoming worldwide. And we've got a small company that is changing that. It was a really fantastic lunch. Um, so Rob Keenan, their CMO of Boxwater, uh, which by the way, we're just so lucky to have a company like that here in West Michigan with, they have national uh, distribution. But he came in and was talking about really having brand values uh, that mean something for your company and standing for something as a company and utilizing that in your marketing. Um, and he did a really good job at kind of telling us the Boxwater story and how they really focus on sustainability uh, in their marketing. It's, it's in the heart of who they are and why that's important as a company to have those, those causes and core values that you care about um, and to be able to, to showcase those in your marketing. Plus, I mean, they just do some really awesome things. So to hear about, you know, their tree planting initiative and um, some of the other great things that they've got coming up was, was really great. So I think this will be a nice podcast, um, kind of a different approach uh, to marketing and a really cool story to listen to. And he did clarify to say that there is no such thing as cause marketing. He's just saying that you have to have you know, your customers buy your cause. They want something yes. to stand by, to be loyal to. Are you guys familiar at all with the, the Simon Sinek? TED Talk mm-hmm. to start oh, with. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we talked about that in that podcast as well, because the the basis of that is a lot of us know what we do at work. Uh, most of us know how we do it, but there's not always a, a connect with why. Why yeah. is it that we do what we do? And I think we've all worked in those jobs and those positions. Well, of course, it's to sell more widgets and to make more money. But why? I mean, mm-hmm. why does your organization exist? And the other thing that he pointed pointed out in that in that TED talk, which really hit home, and that's what Rob really went, hit home on the box water, is you know don't, people don't buy what you do or how you do it; they buy the why. And that's why companies like Apple, like Patagonia, that are that are passionate, that have a cause, box water, mm-hmm. you know, the, to get that that brand loyalty. So well, and I think it was important too, and and Rob touched on this, and I'm sure he touched on this in the podcast too is the authenticity of it. So not just saying there's cause marketing, like I'm just going to run a campaign around a particular cause because we think people will be, you know, more emotionally connected to that. 
this is part of who you are as a company. It's authentic to who you are. And that's the critical element. Yeah. So Boxwater, definitely check out that podcast. There's so many more. And we're going to talk about some of the upcoming speakers that we'll have that will also be doing podcasts so you can learn more about a lot of these great marketing techniques. Of course, we'll have uh, notes to these in our show notes as well. So let's talk a little bit about the AMA on that point. I believe this year is the What's the theme? Yeah, so every year we set a theme for the year, and this year it was the year of experience. So again, when we got together as a board uh, before kind of setting our goals for the, the this season, we decided we really wanted to focus on developing kind of a, a unique experience for our members. Um, we know in marketing in general, client experience is huge, customer experience. Um, and so we wanted to take that and, and focus on creating just a unique way for them to engage with us um, and for us to be able to provide, again, that relevant and customized uh, content and educational events for our members. So give me the give me the rundown of the different types of events, because there's lunch events, there's after hours mixers. Yeah, we've really upped our game this year. <laughs> so we've got our signature lunch series. Um, which are our monthly luncheons, um, and those happen throughout our season, so September through May. Thanks to Marcy and her innovative ideas, um, and I'll let her talk a little bit further about this, but we added in our member-only marketing tech talks, um, and those are exclusively for our members um, and have been a great addition. We also do just general networking events. So again, you mentioned uh, how you kind of came in uh, through the connection there with PRSA. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we do partner with other uh, organizations uh, that are in the creative uh, marketing, advertising, uh, PR field. Um, and we have just kind of general mixers and networking events. So you kind of there's kind of something for everybody. There yeah. are free events. If you're not a member, there are the, the member events, I must say, are very affordable as well because you get lunch. And what you learn and the people that you meet, I mean, you're sitting at a table and I always I'm a networker. So I've got my stack of cards. And whether people want them or not, I'm pushing them. I come in and I set down all my cards. I say, give me yours. And then, you know, I go and connect with people on LinkedIn. And I've just, I've gotten so many great relationships through uh, doing that. And like I said, especially a smaller community, a medium-sized market like we are here in Grand Rapids, West Michigan, I think those relationships are, are priceless. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's kind of where the marketing tech talks were born about. So Marcy, you want to give a little background on, on what those are? And yeah, yeah, sure. So, you know, really in marketing, there's over 5,000 technologies that are available to marketers today to help efficiently, um, you know, really run our operations. And um, as marketers, it's hard to understand them all, um, but really trying to know about what they are and, just really trying to make an environment where we're learning about those technologies, um, not all of them, but as many as we can, understanding how they can benefit us, and then really just talking with our peers and understanding from our peers, hey, have you used this technology before? How is it working for you? What value are you getting from it? You know, just to try and get an idea about what technologies might be worth exploring for us um, individually as marketers in our own companies. So. Um, really, that's that's where that concept was born. So we're, um, you know, we're doing those once a quarter to get started with, just to see how it, how it's going. So it's, you know, it's really evolving right now, and, and it's been a lot of fun. Just again, meeting and networking with other marketing professionals to to understand what you know what they're doing, what's working, and uh, and of course we're working with local um, technology companies who have lots of expertise with a lot of these technologies and can really educate us on what they're about and how they can benefit us. So really exciting new program um, for this year and we're looking forward to seeing it grow. And it's a little bit different too. So like the format is not like our lunch. Our lunches are about an hour um, to an hour and 15 uh, minutes long. But with the, the tech talks, it's driven by the relationships and really creating a space where those that are attending can kind of have that open dialogue and discussion about some of these larger technologies and software um, and really create those those networking connections because we all know as marketers, marketing tech can be very uh, confusing and there's a lot of things changing and happening. And so to kind of have that group that they can you know be a part of and really kind of go through some of those discussions is, is very helpful. Yeah, and we're looking forward to the membership really helping us drive the content and the topics to where they'd like it to go. And if there's a you know group of us that want to understand more about this particular technology, then we'll you know we're going to take the the content and the topics to where the membership would like to to go with it. So that's been really good too to hear what some of the needs are and be able to you know provide provide the the need. So 
We do have the uh, the first tech talk that was held will be coming up as one of our podcasts. So uh, Dan with DPT Technologies, Marcy, you want to give us a little recap of uh, what we talked about in that that podcast? Yeah, sure. We, we were really talking a lot about um, process, about um, the processes that we need to understand in our business before we bring on some some technology. And of course, um, th that conversation led into a conversation around CRM, um, which so many marketers obviously need to need to understand and be utilizing in their business um, day to day. And uh, but it was really, really great um, discussion. We just taking a step back and talking through the process first and then identifying a tool like a CRM or other technology that that might be able to meet the meet needs of that process and automating the process for us. So yeah, Dan from DPT was a great way to kick off our tech talks because they are a local organization that consults on the process um, first and then introduces technologies to, to support. So I think one of the big topics in that one too, one of my takeaways, I did attend that tech talk. Uh, the breakfast was tasty, by the way. And as I said, my <laughs> love of fine food and, and coffee drives me to a lot of these events. But uh, Dan did also talk about the transition of the, the baby boomer area. And as the boomers start to retire, how does that look? And how do we use some of these CRM systems to capture that data? And also talk from the perspective of sales in an organization. So you have these salespeople that may be retiring. So how are you maintaining those relationships? How are those notes from these retiring salespeople getting passed down to your new members and talked about how some of the CRM systems, you know, can pull up a particular client and, you know, keep that relationship going when, when that changes hands. Yeah, and even as the younger generations get into these sales positions, they are expecting to have the technologies and the resources to support their work and create the most efficient um, work environment for them. So well, we, we really, we talked about it from a lot of different perspectives and the importance of that, and that was really great value that the Tech Talk brought. And it was really great timing how it worked with the other luncheon that we had with Jennifer Jurgens and looking at sales and marketing and why marketing comes first but the importance of understanding the process, which DPT has preached for a very long time, and then looking at the technology that fits it. Because as they've all said, the best technology or the best platform is the one that people will use. I had a conversation with a client not too long ago. They're like, yeah, we really need to start making sure we get data in our CRM. Yes, <laughs> you do. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it touches every aspect of businesses these days and the way it marries you know, from the luncheons to the tech talks for more hands-on working through your process. I mean, I got a lot of benefit out of it, you know, as a, an attendee myself. It was really, really good, timely information. Yeah, I, I also want to uh, make a comment on uh, Jennifer Jurgens and, and One Bold Step and uh, the sales marketing, why marketing comes first in, in my uh, predicament. So I'm in a new role. I'm the first director of communications at our organization, and I'm trying to establish why I need X amount as my budget. I've inherited a small budget. They're saying, well, you need to show us something first for it. Well, and, and Jennifer actually outlined that whole process of how you can quantify with marketing, because that's tougher on a sales, like, okay, you converted, you have a sale, you have something to show for it. Marketing isn't always so cut and dry. So she talked about the different ways that you can, you can set something, you can set up a lead for your sales person, you can follow that conversion, and then you can come back and say, you know, that's why this works. So I think people will find that one really helpful as well. Yeah, I always thought with Jennifer's too, one of my takeaways was just trying, finding ways to bridge the gap between sales and marketing, right? And having your marketing team be accountable to the same goals that your sales organization is yes. by the sales goal. The idea is we have this sales goal and we're all going to be working to accomplish that. And how can we as marketers then be part of that, uh, you know, that plan. Yes. And, and there are a lot of salespeople that agreed there. They really <laughs> yeah. like that one. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was really great takeaway um, in Jennifer's presentation. Mm -hmm. And that was, that's a big topic that we hear a lot from our members is, okay, how do sales and marketing work together? Um, and that's one thing we try to do with our lunches and these marketing tech talks is listen to our members and listen to the, the marketing community on the topics that they want to hear about. Um, and that definitely was one. Um, same thing with our social media. That is always a hot requested topic. And so we really try to customize our uh, educational programs to our member needs. So rate, review the podcast. Tell us about you want to, what you want to hear about. All of those that are, those are coming up. Those are podcasts that you're going to want to check out. So watch for those to populate into your feed. 
on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on our website. Check that stuff all out. Okay, membership. What are the benefits of membership? How does one become a member? I'm going to turn that right over to our VP of membership, Marcy. So to become a member, obviously you get on the national website of AMA um, to, to become a member, to, to sign on and just complete an application. But as far as membership benefits goes, uh, we've talked a lot about the local benefits here already, but just the ability to connect and exchange information with other local marketers and um, you know really understanding what's going on in the market place and, and helping to, you know, really provide some knowledge and, uh, you know, just really building leadership opportunities and networking opportunities locally um, is, is really a big benefit. Um, we've obviously shared the local training events um, that we're, we're doing, the Lunch and Learns, the member talks, the, um, you know, the other mixers. So we've got those opportunities locally for networking and just really to also connect with local business resources. I know for me personally, um, just being amongst other marketing professionals and understanding their businesses and as I'm networking with them and, and if I have clients um, or just know of other organizations that have a need that one of my fellow marketers um, could, you know, could satisfy, then I have a network of people that I can refer to. To, to pass them along to. So just understanding and connecting with local business resources is a very big benefit here locally. And then um, nationally, I just, you know, there's so many national benefits. And of course, depending on where you are in your marketing um, career, um, the benefits vary. Um, but the national site has all kinds of marketing toolkits where there's templates that you can use, um, you know, for, in your job for marketing plans and just all kinds of things. The, the list goes on and on. And of course, they have live webcasts online um, that are all on demand. I know I took advantage of those early on in my career and, and participated in as many of those webcasts as I possibly could from a training perspective. And then just lots of other member-only content. Research, if you're looking for industry research, it's, it's all there for you. Um, lots of resources, lots of articles, um, relevant topics that as marketers we're facing today that are all available um, on the national website. And of course, they have um, national conferences and training um, seminars to take advantage of. And we're lucky that the National AMA is located in, um, based out of Chicago. So really, for, for most Michigan marketers, it's you know there's a lot of conferences, events taking place in Chicago. So it's very drivable. Um, but there are others located across the country. So if you wanted to see Boston and you, you know there was a training conference session going there, you could certainly um, you know, certainly make a trip there. So lots and lots of educational opportunities through the National AMA. And then lastly, you know, I think this is an important benefit for members as it is an individual membership is the career resources and certification potential. Um, there's job boards. If you're looking to make a, a change with an organization, there's job boards. Or if you wanted to post a job and you're looking maybe for um, a marketing role in your company that you could post out to the, to the national um, website. And also they've got the Professional Certified uh, Marketer Program, which is a certification program for, for marketers. So if you're looking for some credentials um, in addition to the training, um, there's that opportunity too. So as you can see, there's just a whole database of, um, of opportunity and potential um, by becoming a member, not only locally, but, but nationally as well. So yeah, lots, lots happening with AMA. And it's just Marcy mentioned this, but it's really about the connection and networking. Um, I, on a daily basis, talk to almost all of my AMA uh, people here locally, as well as nationally, and just some really phenomenal people, some just talented marketers out there in all different industries and sectors. And to be able to be connected with them and kind of share your experiences with them, to me, that's priceless. Agreed. Well, you're a part of 70 different chapters across the country and 30,000 different members. And of course, as board members, we've been to the Leadership Summit in Chicago every spring. So we've made friendships and connections with other AMA leaders across the country from, you know, I've met people in LA, Minneapolis, Michiana, um, the Triangle chapter down in North Carolina is always a chapter that is amazing with cool events. But you also get to share resources um, that they hear from their members and speaker shares. So it's really just a great network from, you know, professional perspective, but, you know, you make good friends too mm -hmm. on a personal level. And I think the thing that's really important to note is, is when we talk about our local AMA chapter, the AMA is national. So there are local chapters everywhere. So whatever we are talking about here locally, you have access to a lot of those same things 
in your hometown, wherever you are. My only question is, is the AMA available in Canada or Mexico, Europe? I believe they are in Mexico. Are they really? That's a great question. I don't know the answer. Right? You weren't ready for that one. No, we're not. They are in China. Yeah. Wow. They do have a Canada chapter, but I was like, I don't know about Mexico or Europe. I think Mexico too. The CMA and the MMA, that's frightening, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a membership cost here just to give people an idea of ballpark because the way that I'm hearing it, I would expect to pay 1200 to 2000 bucks to be a member. How much is it gonna cost me? Yeah, no, it's really reasonable. And actually, uh, the national organization is kind of launching a new structure uh, for membership coming up here shortly. Uh, but essentially, it's gonna be a flat fee for uh, you know anybody that's looking to join, and that includes both the national membership as well as wherever you're located, your local chapter as well. We're just, as Rebecca said, one of the, the 70 chapters um, in, the, in the US, um, but it's $300. Wow. So you get all this stuff for, for $300. And when you're looking at, you know, professional development and conferences and things like that, there's a lot of things out there. Um, and definitely AMA is at a really good price point to get some valuable uh, content, educational opportunities, and an incredible network. If I were an employer or a business and I wanted to get my name in front of these awesome marketers, would there be such opportunities with the AMA? Absolutely. There's a lot of sponsorship opportunities to get involved with AMA. Certainly having staff involved on our board, there's always room and opportunities that way. But when you think about, you know, our our organization here locally, when we meet, you know, nine times a year for our luncheons, in addition to all of the other communication and touch points we have, you are talking to people who their job is most, if not all of the marketing for our company. So marketing service providers are very relevant and they continue to grow as technology has changed the way we do things. Um, But you think about media, you think about printing, you think about websites, you think about design, um, you name it. And there's room for everyone, whether you're a season sponsor. And there's a lot of opportunities that we you know, give our sponsors to address people before a luncheon, you know, to do sponsored emails. We feature them obviously in all of our communications where our email subscriber list is over 2000 people. We have a really strong social network and a great communications team that minds that very well. Um, and then at the events, you know, they can be a topical sponsor if it's a good fit, that audience, because we do see a shift a little bit from month to month, especially around the topics. Um, but if it's a good fit for them that way, they have an opportunity just to sponsor a luncheon. Um, and then to just different events, they can host different events at their location and, you know, open it to other members. It's a good way to get in front of people. So you would want to contact most likely, or if you want to do something locally, you could contact your local chapter, or there are probably national if you wanted to do some higher profile, uh, sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely uh, a variety of different options. And I can't let it go without saying a thank you to our sponsors because, I mean, ultimately we're a volunteer board. We're a volunteer association. Um, and we really could not do what we do without our sponsors. And um, just to give them a shout out this year, um, we're, we're definitely thankful for our season sponsors, uh, MI Biz, uh, Pageworks, and Bird and Bird Studio. So, Again, we can't do what we do without them. And so we're, we're definitely thankful for their support. We have to thank uh, Red 66 Marketing for uh, giving us a space to record this interview. Yeah, today. absolutely. Right. We're happy to do it. And a little shout out to Hungerford Nichols, who yes. hosts our tech talks and provides that delicious breakfast and fresh coffee that you talked about. That was so. very tasty. I mean, they, they're doing the next one, correct? They are. Yes, they are. And the date of the next tech talk is? February 21st, 2019, 7.30 a.m. Topic. Topic is pace layering. So I know that's a new topic for lots of marketing people. It's a new concept, but um, we're going to learn all about it. That's what makes the tech talk so great. It's a new concept that we we need to learn about. And uh, Mike Simon from Dig is going to be teaching us about that. And then, of course, we'll have lots of dialogue and roundtable discussion with our peers uh, around that concept. So looking forward to it. Do you have an idea? I tried to look up an exact definition, and I found some stuff that I wasn't sure if it was actual pace layering. So what what is it? What is the concept? Yeah, so pace layering is really, um, you know, taking your IT, I'm going to call it project, right? Because the automation or the technology here we're talking about is marketing. So whether it's marketing automation, CRM, whatever the technology is, and, and layering it into your 
into your process rather than just going full force and just, hey, we're going to bring in a, you know, a marketing automation tool. We're just going to try and do everything it has to offer in one, you know, kind of one fell swoop. Um, just trying to layer what you're, you know, what you're trying to accomplish um, and, and kind of pacing it out a little bit. Um, it's an important concept for IT teams because, of course, with so many technologies today, the IT team and trying to support all of these technologies, and some, especially the larger the organization, the more technologies and how difficult it is for them to keep pace with, um, you know, with getting them all implemented successfully and so they're getting the return on the investment. Just that whole concept of, you know, taking it in stages. Um, and so that's what we're going to learn more about. So She keeps looking at me because I asked her today, what is that? <laughs> I know that's a new, and I looked up the definition. There's of a good and... description on the website too about the event okay. what to expect. And I know Mike Simon, he is a very smart guy. So he will, he will break it down. So it's easy to understand. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's part of the, what really makes the tech talk great is these are concepts that some of us marketers have not been exposed to yet. And there are concepts that we may need to help us be successful in bringing some of these technologies into our operations. And so that's what really makes this valuable, I think. So it's, it's awesome that we don't know. It's awesome that we don't know and that we're, we're going to learn that this is the vehicle for us to do that. So. And coming up, I would expect that we'll have a uh, pace learning podcast so that you can get all the details of that. Okay. Anything else on the AMA here before we wrap it up and we get into the real dirty personal questions? You know, Megan talked earlier about how marketing changes fast and technology, and there's so much to know that where can you go to get inspiration, information and connections with others? You know, so every month you come to a luncheon and you're introduced to whether it's a good reminder, things you forgot you knew <laughs> or learning new things and then meeting other people in the same space. But it's a, just a good investment in your own professional development and network. That's, again, a big part of why I love being a part of the AMA. And when I was in a market, you know, in Southern Indiana, where there was no organization like this, it really, I really felt like I wasn't connected to anything. So I started a group there, <laughs> but it's, so it's just really good to, to be a part of and to feel connected to people that, you know, I come back two years later and it's like, wow, so much has changed, but you know, the topics are so timely and so important and help me every day in the work that I do for my clients too. Yeah, I found it has kept me energized over this, you know, 15, 20 years I've been in marketing, being a part of a, an association like AMA does keep you energized for moving forward has, and that's what's really for me driven me to, to stay connected with it for so many years. So I think it is definitely um, an excellent benefit when we are reminded of at every lunch and learn or every event that we do. Even just sitting here today for me, just feeling like, oh, yeah, it's just great to be amongst other marketers and, you know, just learning new things and being energized by our passions. So Yeah, we're, we're naturally curious marketers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and this is a great way to kind of, uh, you know, address that curiosity um, and learn new things and just be part of a great group uh, of individuals who just love the field of marketing. All right, let's talk a little bit about some uh, some some more personal stuff. So I've got a I've got three questions for everybody. We'll go through these and then we'll uh, we'll wrap things up for today. Megan, we'll start with you. Question number one: Who or what inspires you? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I'm going to have to throw it back to my mom. She is my inspiration daily. She's just an incredible person. Has been through a lot in her life. Um, she's just a phenomenal fighter um, and has taught me a lot about being an incredible human being. And uh, she inspires me just in everything that I do. And what is your favorite personal development, business or marketing related book? Oh, this question's hard because I have so many. Um, I have books everywhere. Um, I, I've got two. I would say anything by Seth Godin. Uh, anything that he writes is just mm -hmm. phenomenal. And his latest uh, book, This Is Marketing, is really great. Um, but I always say this one as well, because in addition to uh, my love for marketing, I'm also, you know, a writer. And so I'd say everybody needs to have Stephen King's on writing on their shelf. Um, it's just a classic book. Um, it's very, very um, poignant. And I think is just something that is always will be on my shelf because it's just really great information. And if you could boil down what you've learned in your career to one piece of advice for others, what would that be? Oh, Josh, with the questions. I Great know, right? Questions. These are deep questions. <laughs> we got to think about these. Um, I will say this because this has been kind of my motto throughout my career and in my life is to trust your gut. 
Um, I always go back to that and any decision or anything that I make, you know, data is huge as marketers and, and we certainly rely on that, but there is always that gut feeling and you need to, to trust that. Trust that gut. All right, Marcy, the same three for you. Who or what inspires you? Oprah Winfrey inspires me every day because I think she's just a very inspire, inspirational person. She finds um, needs and, and she provides solutions to those needs on a regular basis. And she leads in a wide variety of ways, whether it's business or human um, interactions. I mean, I, she's just somebody that inspires me regularly. So um, she, she is an inspiration to me. And as far as a book goes, I'm actually, I, I want to share this example because it was definitely an AMA connection that I'm reading this book and I think it's important to share it. So um, a couple years ago, Michael Barber was here, who is um, just a, a well-known marketer um, nationwide. And he was here doing an email marketing kind of workshop with our, for our lunch and learn. And I was asking a little more about, you know, some email training and MailChimp. And I just said, hey, I'm just looking for someone. I asked some very specific MailChimp questions. Anyway, he referred me to Paul Jarvis um, and said, oh, yeah, you should take his MailChimp Essentials class. It's really great. So I did. And I have since followed Paul, Paul Jarvis. And he has just recently written a book that I just started reading. It's called A Company of One. And it's a really great book. Um, I just started it. So, I'm, you know, it's, it's real new to me. But I love the concept. Um, it's really about, you know, in, in growing. It doesn't necessarily have to be about more. Um, there are ways to, to grow without getting bigger and bigger. Um, and so it's just, it's kind of a minimalist kind of concept, I think. Um, and minimalism is something that I have kind of, um, you know, taken an interest in last several years. So um, anyway, real great book, Company of One, Paul Jarvis. I'm about halfway through. Um, great read. And if you could boil down to what you've learned in your career to one piece of advice for others, what would that be? Yeah, um, I think, you know, finding a process and, and you know, identifying a process first is something I've always resonated with, uh, much like we talked about with DPT. If you identify a process and that follow that process over and over and over again, it will likely be most successful. At the same time, I'm being willing to take risk a little bit, kind of like on that, you know, have, have a gut instinct and be willing to at least try it. You got to, you have to go out and at least take a risk on something and at least try it, knowing you may get some backlash for it. It may not work. It might fail, but those failures are things that are going to help you move forward. All right, Rebecca, you're next. Who or what inspires you? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I was thinking about this more from my marketing nerd perspective. So I get inspired when, I, when, when we do things and we see them work, when we move the needle for our clients. So trying new things. And I work you know, with diverse group from B2B and B2C. So whenever we get to try new things and then they hear that, oh, we, you know, we closed the sale or we got this lead or ticket sales are up. Um, that's like, yes, it's a good win because you, you know, you're creating content and you're doing websites and it's all about the bottom line. So when it works, you're, you're inspired to do even more and they like to keep you around. So that helps too. <laughs> that always helps. Yeah. Favorite personal development, business or marketing related book. I have a few, um, but the most recent one that I read and kind of sticks in my head, um, was you are a badass by Jen Sincero. Um, and that was because I had, you know, worked for other agencies for years and just went out on my own a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, goodness, what the hell have I done? Um, so I was listening to her book, Driving Back and Forth, and I was like, OK, I'm OK. I'm OK. And it was just really good. You know, it's about trusting your gut and putting things out there in the universe and, and knowing they will be OK. If you could boil what you've learned down in your career to one piece of advice for others, what would that be? Well, I have 1.5 pieces of advice. Um, one is do what you say you're going to do. Um, when you're someone that people can count on, um, it makes a big difference. And then relationships matter. So again, having worked for different agencies and clients, you know, from year to year, um, and then my network too, the relationships are totally what matter. And they matter even more when you, when you think you don't need them, then all of a sudden you do, that you've taken time to invest and build those relationships. Yep, I would I would have to agree, and of course, uh, I'll, I'll have to interject my three to you as well. But building off of yours, I will say that that was my other advice too: is is really you know network, meet great people, and and trust in in others. I've worked in a lot of different areas where people aren't always trusted. Everybody's kind of on their own, doing their own thing. But if you build a great team, and if you you complement your team, and if you look for people that complement your weaknesses and strengths, there's literally nothing that you can't do. Who or what inspires you? I've thought a lot about this. I, I really need to take this back to my wife. And if, if anybody reads 
Dave or does the Dave Ramsey thing. Um, gazelle intensity is how I would I would sum her up because I'm pretty I'm pretty driven. I set out goals and I consider myself to be pretty proactive, but she takes it to the nth degree. On the days when I'm laying there and she's just nonstop and she's doing this and she's doing that and she's got this going and that and I'm just tapped out. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. But I think, you know, the other piece of advice that kind of leads into my my favorite personal development business or marketing related book is is one of her mottos is don't say I can't do something, but ask, you know, how how can I do that? How can I get that done? And one of my favorite personal development books would be Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And just because it's such a, a paradigm shift where he's talking about it more in the realm of investments and assets and how you really build your wealth. But everything he takes back, he chronicles his story about his living with his actual dad, who was a school teacher that raised him the traditional way. And then his rich dad, which was a friend's dad that taught them the value of business, taught them the value of looking outside of the box and, and changing the way you do things to achieve all the things that you want. So that was really powerful for me. And those days when I think I can't do things, I look to that inspiration for my wife because she's over there just going nonstop. So, well, thank you guys. I'm very excited for this podcast. I'm excited to meet and network with all the speakers that we have coming up to ask them more in-depth questions. And uh, yeah, I guess as we wrap this up, I would just say rate, review, give us feedback. What kind of stuff do you want to hear? It doesn't matter where you are. This is national. These are worldwide topics. We'll, we'll get those speakers in and we'll, we'll give you that kind of content. Yeah, I will echo. We are just so excited to have this. And I think just kind of in our conversation today, another really cool aspect of this podcast is just learning about all Each of other. us. Yeah, I mean, right? just hearing kind of all of our inspirations and, you know, our favorite books and things like that is just really cool uh, to be in a room and have these conversations and to share that with everybody. So I think we'd be remiss if we wrap up without saying there is a national AMA podcast, The Answers in Action podcast. Yes which can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. Yes. And that is, do you know, is that a, how often do they release those? Um, I'm not quite sure how often they're released, uh, but it is definitely some really good content as well. So I encourage you to check that out um, in addition to the, our chapter uh, podcast. We have their two separate ones. Yep. Check them out online. We're online at amawestmichigan.org. Active on social media where you can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The National Hub for the American Marketing Association is ama.org where you can also find a chapter near you. The Marketers in Motion podcast is on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and at amawestmichigan.org, where we encourage you not only to subscribe and share our podcast, but review, ask questions, get involved, and engage with us. Don't forget important links, content, and resources will be included in the show notes for this podcast. Thanks for listening to the Marketers in Motion podcast, powered by the West Michigan chapter of the American Marketing Association. What will you do with the information you learned today? Be inspired. Be creative. Be bold. Set your marketing in motion.